0: You're listening to Mini Battlefield Games Podcast. A weekly podcast making tabletop games simplified. Building, painting, reviews, and tools. We cover tabletop miniature games and much, much more. Pull up a seat, pick up the brush, and sit back, relax, for some tips, tools, and rules with these two fools.
1: Welcome! I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And we are the fools that are here to talk about uh, the much-anticipated, the all-powerful and knowing, well, not me, Andy, uh, Blood (laughs) Angels Part 2. So uh, we're going to cover the other units um, in this podcast podcast we're going to dive into um you know the codex a little bit more and talk about you know just kind of general opinions and um i'm just here to provide uh you know commentary or whatever you know how i typically do so uh anyways um before we get started on that though um uh we want to say thanks to our patreon and all of you guys listening um special thanks to our patrons al brian kyle and michael um just a reminder: uh, if you really wanted to help out uh, the show, if you would leave a uh, five-star iTunes review um, and Stitcher, if it's not five-star, you know, um, contact us, please, <laughs> uh, before you leave us a bad review. Uh, the reason, the reason why we 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 would appreciate a, a review um, on the podcast is it just helps the, the podcast uh, grow. More people uh, get to see it when they're searching and stuff like that. It just grows and expands that way. So. Um, but anyways, uh, let's get on to the uh, any project updates you got going on, Andy.
2: I, I'm still still struggling to find my troop. I'm I'm gonna do it, but I'm I'm still struggling. So yeah, so if, if you got any bucks. positive vibes or an eighteen dollar <laughs> troop choice, you know what
1: troop squad, you should totally be like, hey man, uh, you should sell it to me because I need it for my budget army. You know, just 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 donate to my budget army. I'm on a budget. Well, it
2: probably should explain because that makes me feel like less of a turd when I'm trying to (laughs)
1: lowball everybody. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. That that uh, may give some kind of insight to why the heck. 18 bucks. What the heck? Who's this guy? Of course. Meanwhile,
2: this guy's an idiot and I'm not selling him anything. Harlequin for
1: 18 bucks? There's nothing you can get for 18 bucks, Harlequin. I mean, uh, I'm going to do it, though. It's going to happen. You just wait. (laughs) So, um, yeah, uh, by my update, uh, you know, we're kind of, you know, we re- record this early, so it's kind of trying to think about what I would do- have done. But um, on my budget army, um, you know, I've got got some highlights and stuff like that down on them. Um, and then uh, last week's episode, you know, I talked about the Blood Reavers. I finished up the bases on those um, and you'll, you'll be able to, to check it out uh, if you go to minibattlefieldgamescom slash episode 12. Uh, you'll be able to see some progress update photos. Um, also, if you follow us, if you're on our community page, uh, minibattlefieldgames.com/community, uh, if you join the Facebook page, you'll see um, you know updates and stuff like that there as well. So, um, anyways, um, I'm actually you know kind of a hint on what I'm going to do now. Um, I have all four of the factions. There's there's two that have been released since you know um, uh, for Shadespire, but but the the last faction that I have of the original four that were released, um, is the, uh, what do they call them? Uh, They're the, the orcs. I can't think of the faction, uh, the war band now, but anyway, um, I've got those guys left and I'm doing a trick on them. I clear primed them. So anyway, that's, uh, if you want to follow along, uh, that'd be great. So, um, and then the line of new gear. So last week I talked about, you know, something, um, that, that I was testing, looking into, um I actually scored a cool deal on this table. Um it's it's I think it's by Indie Games. I'll have a link to it in the show notes, but um it's basically like a almost three foot by three foot table. And uh it's fold out, so I'll be taking it with me when I go places. But the cool thing about it is it's got drawers drawers uh my kentucky accent there uh or texan whatever you know uh but it has has those things that come out that you put things in uh, <laughs> and then it has uh uh cup holders that kick out and the cool thing about it is it, so it's a four-person table but what i'm gonna do is i'm actually gonna kind of hack this thing so Um, if you want to follow along, be sure uh, to follow us on social media platforms, but I'm actually going to build a four by four surface for skirmish things. So like 25 power level Warhammer, um, any of the other kind of skirmish, you know, Shadespire is going to play on there, you know, other, other games, bolt action, stuff like that, that I'm going to play on four by four table. Bam. I'm going to have like this inset lay that's going to sit on top of it and I'll have a full four by four table. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. And, uh, yeah, anytime I travel, I'm bringing that bad boy with me. So um, what about you, old man, Andy? Yeah, so n- <clears throat> nothing
2: new on the, on the gear front. I'm still trying to uh, get everything kind of caught up from my uh, painting backlog. Um, what I did have, though, is I actually finished uh, Prospero Burns, the Horse Heresy book. So I've, I've nice. gone through uh, Thousand Suns and then through Prospero Burns. Uh, both of those, I highly recommend those two books. Uh, if you're a Thousand Sun player or a Space Wolf player, read them both. Uh, mm. Trust me, uh, just read them both either way. Um, so now I'm on to uh, Nemesis is the next book I'm on to yes. next. So I started that one. Um, after that, that's the, all the books I have in my possession. So I'm going to skip around some more. So if there's any of the Horus Heresy books you think that I should skip on to next, just reach out and let me know. Uh yeah if you've heard the previous ones you know that I've skipped around I mean I've gone all the way up to 21 for the blood angels um so if, if there's any ones you think I should read next just reach out and let me know and I'll I'll definitely take a look at them
1: yeah and if you want to uh you can just uh email him directly uh Andy at com. uh or if you like you know have a generic comment you can email us and we we respond to all of our emails um or any comments on the web page and stuff like that so um, we, we want to be available and uh, be able to answer and help you out with anything. So. Or any suggestions or whatever. So if you have any comments, anything like that, uh, we would love to hear your feedback. So, um, But uh, so uh, moving off of new gear, uh, we'll talk about our monthly drawing. Uh, we like to give back to those that follow us and support us. Um, right now we are in the month of March. So we are doing the March uh, giveaway, which is a Primaris Captain uh, in the Grievous Arbor. Uh, so it's um, the one that comes with the Dark Imperium set, uh, which was the 8th edition release of the Pushfit models. So uh, we've got one of those, and we're going to ship it out to the winner. Um, there are ways to increase your chances of winning. Uh, you know, you, you can like us on Facebook, retweet. Uh, you can subscribe to our Facebook page and stuff like that. If you uh, would like to enter this, you have to go to the website, com, and then at the top right, you click on that link there, and then you can enter to win. Um, if you would, uh, like to be automatically entered for these, um, all these, uh, monthly drawings, uh, you can partner with us on Patreon, um, and you can earn bonus entries into these drawings. So, all of our patrons are automatically entered, um, so that's, that's one of our ways that we like to, to give back and give that extra bonus to our Patreon members, um, so, uh, but be sure to sign up each month and, um, uh, we would, uh, wish you the best luck on, uh, that contest, so. So we're going to move on to today's topic. So Andy, go ahead and take us away.
2: Right, so now that we've had time to kind of get some blood or games under our belt, using the codex, both Adam and I, uh, so he's kind of, I've gradually converted him over to the dark side, uh, but we <laughs> wanted to kind of follow up and, and make the follow up podcast about specific units in the codex. Um, our first codex review, we kind of covered this, the general codex in it, it through all aspects so we covered all parts of it the stratagems uh relics uh powers all that so we wanted to kind of just do a deep dive on just this unit specific stuff uh we're not going to detail every single unit but we kind of wanted to hit on the few ones and as this is part two uh, we will be covering the elite fast attack heavy and flyer options in case you missed it we covered the hq and the troop choices back in episode 11 so if you haven't listened to that yet I'd encourage you to go back and listen to that one um, just to kind of get the, our thoughts and opinions on some of those units as well.
1: Yeah. Uh, just a quick link to that. It's uh, all of our episodes are mini dot games.com slash episode. And then whatever the number is. So that'd be episode 11. So, um, and, and before we dive into this, I just wanted to uh, kind of give you a recap because uh, we've had some feedback on, you know, Hey, I want to tell you, uh, tell me about some of the games that you all have played and, and kind of recap it. So, so uh we did a battle report um it's not fully out yet uh maybe it is by the time you're listening to it, you check it out on slash uh, youtube uh that'll go to our youtube channel but I played a 25 power level game with a uh, jump pack captain uh and three 5 man um assault troops with jump packs and played them against uh my gray knights and j- just just like an overall you know Reflection of that game um, was was really the jump packs. I uh, had a huge advantage, especially the lower power levels, um, and it and it does even in higher point games that I've played. But that jump pack, the minus one to hit, is a big deal. Um, you 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 really wouldn't you know you could debate you know hey is do I have enough points or power level or whatever. And it's worth doing, um, those jump packs, being able to get into somebody's face, be efficient, um, because these, I mean, blood angels are, and and we'll talk about, um, more, you know, specific units later, but, um, they are really good at getting in your face, getting to you quickly, um, basically alpha strike, um, either drop in, you get, you get the flexibility of, Hey, I want to put them up in, um, in, you know, reserve, I don't know, um, what what the blood angel codex calls it specifically but uh where you can drop them in deep strike them in. And so and then um you know you could flag off some different combos and stuff like that. So so overall saying uh, uh <laughs> chain swords are in. <laughs> um <laughs> the minus 1 to wound is freaking awesome from blood angels. Um and then the jump packs are where it's at. So um, anyways, that, that that was just kind of a brief overview of a recent, yeah, twenty-five power level game that I played. So,
2: right, so kind of on onto the elite choices. Uh, the the first one I want to talk about is is my personal favorite, and and my unit in my opinion the unit really shines in the category, and that is the Death Company. Um, they're the unit where the Blood Angels are most noted for, and I think in, in, on the table they have a great mix of kind of killing ability and survivability um i prefer to use them with jump packs uh, but the one thing you kind of have to watch out for is you have to be careful not to make them too expensive with a lot of the weapon upgrades um, it seems to be the sweet spot for me um is around one kind of special weapon around that seven to eight model range um so whether it's you know one power fist or one thunder hammer whatever your preference. Um it seems to be about every seven or eight guys, that's probably the most that you want to do. Uh standard bolt pistols and chain swords on the rest of the guy. because uh, you can really dump some serious points into these guys if you go crazy with these upgrades. Uh but other than that, they they're a great unit. Um and and like Adam said, the the attacks from the
1: chain swords, um, great to have. Yeah, yeah. So um I like them because, uh, you know, I, I kind of talked about it a little bit last episode. You know, um, they they are painted a little bit differently, so they're they're typically black in color, and then they have red accents, and then um, you know they have a specific emblem. If I'm I'm, I'm correct in that, um, but um, so they so they look different. Um, they they definitely represent a threat. Um, they are just flat out melee killers. I mean, they they bring it in melee. So, um, you know, it, you know, when, when you, so, so some, some of the things that, that I like to see with these guys, um, you know, keeping a lot of chain swords, I like chain swords and then kind of, you know, how Andy was talking. um, But you get four attacks per base model on the charge. Um, and you know, with a priest, like a sanguinary priest, you bring those attacks to strength five and then chaplain, like if you have a chaplain added to that, uh, you get rerolls to hit. Um, and then, uh, you know, both of those kind of, they enhance death, you know, death company's quality. Um, you know, it's kind of one of those things like, you know, we, we talked about it a little bit, um, last, uh, episode, you know, the part one of this. Uh, blood angels coverage. But, um, you know, when you, when you get those other things that stack into them, uh, death company just becomes like, Holy crap. Like I don't want to be assaulted by these guys and I don't want to assault them either. So it's kind of, uh, it's kind of like, uh, I just got to run away and shoot at them. So it's kind of um,
2: definitely the, uh, the first time that you get assaulted by a death company squad, you'll remember it and you'll learn your lesson. Uh, yeah. So, so if you have, if you've
1: never experienced it, uh, just be prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're, they're, they're pretty nasty. So, uh, not only do they look freaking awesome, they, they, they perform. Um, they, uh, you, you can argue, uh, some people say they've gotten nerfed, um, you know, because, cause they don't know, they don't longer have the f- plus feel no pain. It's, you know, six plus now. Um, but, when you look at them as hey, you just gotta change your strategy now, eighth edition so when you stack them with you know some of the things I talked about like a chaplain and a priest um i mean they 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 just get good um and and yeah, you got to play them a little different than what you would have set in seventh edition, but they are still the force to be reckoned with and you know they're they're uh anytime I play against Andy, I can guarantee he's gonna bring some death company so I mean it's kind of <laughs> just how i He's gonna bring it, and so I got to figure out how I got to kill these guys and not <laughs> assault them or let them assault me. So it's kind of hard when they got jump packs, but anyway.
2: Yeah, and then then on to the next one. That it's and and you'll kind of notice that the the elite choice for the Blood Angels is, is pretty crowded, um, and most of them are, are pretty good. Um, but the next one we'll talk about is a Sanguinary Guard. Um, great thing about these guys is that whole oh, they're one of these that kind of. Fits into that kind of force multiplier. They get rerolled, failed hit rolls for models if they're within six inches of your warlord. Um, now in Eighth Edition, of course, they get two wounds, which is nice. Makes them much better than than previous. Um, but they're they're kind of a um, more of a hit and run type unit where you kind of have to pick your targets a little more thoughtful. Uh, with Death Company, a little more forgiving just because you kind of get that six up, feel no pain. Um, and they're a little cheaper when it comes to loadouts most times. Um, <clears throat> but like the death Company, these guys can also get expensive if you go crazy with upgrades. But the great thing about the sanguinary guard is they work well be- work well with the standard in Carmine sword and the Angelus Uh So my way to play them would probably be just five or six guys, maybe seven depending on point wise, but you put them in conjunction with something like the Sanguinor, or um, any Dante, even any of these guys, your HQs that are kind of force multipliers, and you put them with them, and then just watch these guys go to town. Um, they'll straight up wreck some things too.
1: Yeah, yeah. They're they're once again they're cool looking models. They're they're basically I don't know if you, if you've ever seen them, but they're they're gold armor. Uh, I'm. They have they have two wounds, right? So um, yeah, two and wounds then now. Two, up uh, save. two
2: base attacks, which is kind of a, a drawback um but much better basically equivalent of, of a beefed up power sword for the most part
1: and, and what's their armor safe is it two up it's a two up with these guys yeah so they're uh, and then uh in the index they were pretty expensive they've they've got point reduction and stuff like that so um i think they're 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 basically at the at the level where they're worth playing now um as far as like a point um, power level costs and stuff like that. And then, um, you can, you know, you can, you can stack them with, you know, some things like, you know, <laughs> a warlord or, um, you know, a uh, sanguinary priest or something like that. And just make them crazy, crazy good. So,
2: yeah. And then kind of on to the next one that, that, um, I think is, is kind of worth mentioning here is, uh, the terminators, uh, and, and mainly we're going to focus on the assault terminators, um, I think they're kind of better for the Blood Angels than than the kind of the shooting Terminators. Uh, but the Assault Terminators in general, just kind of with that Thunder Hammer, Storm Shield combination, seem the way to go if you need to smack something in the face and have a little bit more staying power than than something like the Sanguinary Guard. Um, they're a little more forgiving, uh, but they're also slower after their kind of initial deployment. So there kind of is that trade-off that you kind of have to be aware of. Um, once again kind of with eighth edition the two wounds makes a difference um, still pretty solid unit. And the other thing that's kind of looked is, uh, is I'm surprised the the teleport and Homer mechanics, how often uh, people will uh, miss those So it does give you some flexibility uh, if you're kind of crafty with where you're gonna place one and kind of move around um, but they they are probably, the most forgiving of, of the kind of elite choices from the standpoint of if you screw up something they're not likely to die as easily uh, but these are probably the guys that if you, your opponent's got a tar pit that you know is kind of coming these are probably the guys that you want to throw at it if they've got some big monstrous creature with multiple wounds it's going to take a while to chew down yeah uh, just throw a bunch of these guys on them and they just watch it melt
1: yeah and I'm kind of gonna gonna sing the same song here, you know, with the chaplain and and a librarian, uh, which librarians can take Terminator armor. So, um, but the, the cool combo I like with with Terminators, and this isn't necessarily specific to Blood Angels, um, although the cool thing with Blood Angels, you, you put a librarian behind them and stuff like that. You can you can uh, give them you know wings and they can get some mobility and other things like that. But um, the Thunderhander Storm Shield Terminators just man they they they're so defensive um you know you can have have them eat a lot of shots and just um just crazy eat up eat up shots and stuff like that and then um they're not bad in combat either you know you're going to smash somebody in the face with a hammer so you got that good defense and offense um, you know you lose the mobility and stuff like that but you can you can the cool thing about the blood angels one specifically is you can you can uh, give them some mobility and stuff like that so
2: yeah and, and the great thing too with these guys is the, is the red thirst ability really pairs well with these because I like to kind of mix them up where you know a, a unit of five I'm probably taking two thunderhammer storm shield guys and then three guys with Dual lightning claws and you really don't have to worry so much about Attacks getting to high toughness models too in those monstrous creatures Um, because the lightning claws, you know, they're going to give you the re rolled attacks um, if you've got two of them, but also you're going to re roll attack on a model that you're already one less to wound. So even if it's a really high model, you know, high toughness model, even though your base strength is four, you're still going to get a very high chance of still
1: wounding things.
2: So you can save a little points and still be effective with that kind of loadout,
1: too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just the, the the thing that you need to just be concerned about is make sure you can get them into combat. I mean, they'll soak up a lot of shots and a lot of firepower, and that's really cool. But, um, you know, they will survive a lot longer and benefit you a lot better if they're actually in combat. So so find a way to get them there. So.
2: Yeah, and then kind of on to the next one that I think is, is kind of worth mentioning here is the uh, Sanguinary Ancient. Um, it's kind of the this standard bearer that we're you know kind of used to now with 8th edition. Um, but what makes, makes these guys really great, uh, or this guy in particular makes him really great, is when you pair him with the uh, Relic, the Standard of Sacrifice, and what that does is it gives him a 6-chance 5-up no pain, double. And so this is another one of these force multipliers that we keep talking about, uh, that you put him kind of following up the sanguinary guard. And now you have a unit that, you know, that was, you know, kind of subject to a lot of mass fire and it's going to be bullet magnets anyway, but you give that same unit a five up fill pain bubble. And then now you, you can kind of justify those point costs a lot easier. So he's, He's really great from that aspect. The one thing kind of to note is that ability does not affect models with the Black Rage, like the Death Company. So keep that in mind. Um, you don't want to make the mistake of throwing down the Ancient and having him follow around the the Death Company because it's going to be a waste of his time and yours as well.
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, what, what do you think on this, Andy? Do you think that uh, you're gonna you're gonna your Ancient's gonna be seeing the table a lot? you think?
2: Yeah, I think in the list where I kind of go along with the, the Sanguinary Guard, um, he's gonna be the guy I think that that's gonna kind of just follow them around because that's kind of the thing too now is, is with 8th edition mechanics, you know, the, the way the AP values work now is a little different. So, you know, even with a 2-up armor from the Sanguinary Guard, your, most weapons you're probably gonna get a save against anyway. Um, but there's still a lot of ways to pass on mortal wounds. Uh, right, and yeah. so that bubble is going to be a big way to give you some ability to kind of negate some of that, hopefully, but also you, you can kind of put that in conjunction with, you know, he may not be the only one following the sanguinary guard around. So, you know, you may have the sanguinor following around and now you've given the sanguinar a five up film pain bubble too. Right. Um, and then the sanguinar is given the sanguinary guard plus one attack. So, you can kind of see how all these things kind of feed together and make all the units around them better. So he he's a guy that I think if you play a lot of sanguinary guard, um, you're probably going to want to include an ancient as well. Yeah. Uh, but I think he's, he's priced well for the points and what he brings to the table. I think it was just another thing kind of worth mentioning. So that's kind of why I put him here.
1: Yeah. What, what does it come in? A hundred and three points or something like that.
2: Yeah. Of course you ask me as I move away from the page.
1: <laughs> nice. Um, yeah I if I remember right he's he's probably just over a hundred points, which really isn't bad for the um also the banner gets plus one leadership and rerolling wounds over one in the fight space to blood angels keyword so that's that's pretty cool um I, I, I guess kind of uh the reason why I asked that question is, you know you really gotta just evaluate you know, is it worth the points to get the plus one leadership, the rerolling ones, and uh, the, the um, uh, five plus feel no pain, um, essentially. Um, and, yeah, and, and with a lot of these, that's,
2: that's always the, the trick. So, um, it kind of one of the things we talked about before in the, in the Blood Angel Codex review in general uh, is, is, you, is the ability to, um, I guess, to be cognizant on, on how much points you're dropping into a single unit because you can really make the Sanguinary Guard really survivable and, and kind of buff them up with some of these other units, but you also have to kind of realize that the more you do that, it's at the expense of something else. Yeah. Um, so, you know, you may not have as many assault marines or you may have to, you know, take some of the upgrades from something else. So you kind of have – it's always a balancing act with Warhammer 40K, but you, you kind of have to think about that too is, is – the way I like to think of is is come up with a union and a unit, and then think of the job that you want that unit to be. Do you want them to kill mech? Do you want them to hunt other characters? Do you want to hunt, you know, just infantry in general? Uh, and then kind of kit those guys out to do a specific job. Um, and sometimes you may need, other units to help them do that job and and that's okay, but you just have to make sure that you're not pulling a unit from somewhere else. That's going to do another job to help something else. That's not really suited to do a job elsewhere. So, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I I like the model. I mean, the freaking the sanguinary guard are really awesome looking, um, but the banner is pretty cool too. So Um, I'd almost take it (laughs) almost every time (laughs) you know, especially like yeah,
2: you so, mentioned. So lately for me, I've had a mix of kind of uh, team to run about seven, eight death guard, and then right around five to six sanguinary guard, just kind of depending on points. Um, and the death company do okay on their own for the most part, because I've got the chaplain with them to kind of get them to, or Lamarty's with them to kind of get them where they need to be. Right. Uh, so keeping them in combat is key. Uh, Cause really all these units that we've mentioned, they're, I guess bane of their existence is going to be shooting. Um, mm. so anything you can kind of do to mitigate some of that, it, it really does help. Uh, and so the sanguinary guard for me are my bullet magnets. Uh, so <laughs> I, I always can kind of justify that ancient there to help them stay upright. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's worth it. Uh, so, and then on to the, uh, fast attacks. um, kind of choice here, the standard assault squad. Um you've heard me grumble about it before, but man, I really wish they were a troop choice for us. Um but even without that they're still kind of my bread and butter. Um great kind of utility with weapon loadouts and kind of conjunction with that eighth edition deep strike rules makes it a bit easier to kind of get these guys out for specific jobs. Um I like to keep them cheap. Um the inferno pistol I kinda of went back and forth it's it's a great option. Um, but I still like the range of the plasma too. So either way, you're, you're kind of, you can't really go wrong. I think if you kind of want to shoot Marines, uh, maybe Terminator equivalents, uh, you can kind of make an argument for either or, uh, but definitely if you're going to be shooting mech and you're going to be up close, the Inferno pistol is probably going to win out on that one. Um, but you really can't go wrong with these guys. Um, the other option too, is you can just take them in men's squad. It's just five guys. Uh, and kind of spread them around the board as well and do a lot with these. Um, I almost always play them with jump packs. I don't even know if... trying. To, I don't even think I own any more assault marines that don't have jump packs. And I actually have glued <laughs> all of them, all the jump packs on on the models I have now. Yeah. Um, so it, I don't even really view them as anything but assault Marines as if they don't have jump packs.
1: (laughs) Yeah. And, 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 you know, eighth edition, you know, having that jump pack, you can deep strike them. It it gives you the flexibility to be like, Hey, yeah, I want them on the table or nah, they're going to deep strike, you know, that kind of thing where you, you get the flexibility. And then once they're on the ground, like they're not a one and done kind of unit. It's like, I can put these guys wherever I want because they're going to be moving 12. Um, you know, and then, you know, you can obviously move them farther than that. But, uh, you know, it, it's kind of, you know, um, a, a really nice unit. And, you know, I, I guess I said it before, you know, the 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 jump packs are just, just the way to go. I, I mean, <laughs> I don't see why not.
2: <laughs> yeah, and then and then kind of on to the other one, uh, which is kind of one of the – so we kind of said we mentioned the good and the bad. Uh, so this is kind of one that I put in the bad, um, and and this is the bike squad. Um, to me, I, I've always I have some bikes. I probably should just get rid of them, but <laughs> I've stayed away from bikes mostly for fluff reasons, and because, in, in my opinion, anything that a bike squad squad can do, an assault squad can do, just effectively. Yeah. And you also get more bodies. Yeah, there's a difference in toughness there, uh, but I just think that the assault squads are kind of more. Flexible to and, and more synergistic with the rest of the Blood Angel army, yeah. as well. So I kind of stayed away from them. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I. I kind of agree. You know. Uh. If you can bring jump troops, why would you bring bikes? <laughs> you know. Uh. Really good. And then you know, kind of going back on the assault troops a little bit. You know. Um. Chainswords are good. You know. Yeah. Um, so you can take inferno pistols and still get the plus one attack with it with, with the chainsword. You don't need. The, the combination kind of thing, uh, but anyway, um, I guess that's with any pistol in 7th edition, but anyway, uh, uh, chainswords are good, so uh, the, the extra attack is pretty nice, so. Um, and then also fast attack, the uh, Inceptor Squad, um, and the reason why I wanted to talk about these first is because... I love these guys because yeah, uh, he, he's
2: gonna he's gonna hurt and make fun of me for finally admitting that they are primary Marine unit that I actually kind of like. Yeah, so he had to <laughs> jab in while he could.
1: I could. <laughs> I'm I'm reading notes and he's like, uh, I'm starting to like these guys, and I'm like, I told you, you would, man. They're pretty good. <laughs> like, but no, I I'm, I am starting to like these guys,
2: and and I think this is why um I would advocate against taking bikes as a Blood Angel because they have the jump packs. Um, but they kind of fit in that niche to where I, I just look at them as like g- mobile gunboats uh, from the standpoint of their movements a little slower at 10 inches, uh, but they are toughness five. Um, their assault bolters are really great. Um, you go the plasma route with these guys and they can get really expensive. So you kind of have to be careful. Um, the uh, ability to cause mortal wounds on the charges is, is kind of great. If, if it happens, it's kind of an added bonus. Um, but these guys kind of fit that, mo- that mode of um, the problem with Blood Angels sometimes is that, you know, yeah, we can bring the assault, but sometimes we lack the shooting. And I think the Inceptor uh, kind of fit that niche to where it's a nice compromise between it's it's a lot of shooting and, and still kind of fits that mobility role that we, we kind of like to have with our armies, too. Now nah, I'm looking them up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're, they're the ones on, on the flying bases with the funny helmets and the two pistols on either hand.
1: They have like a lesser uh, power fist thing, right?
2: Yeah. Well, no, you, you're thinking of the aggressor. So these guys are, are, they actually are jump pack flying infantry. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. Yeah, I have some. <laughs> nice. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I didn't cut on to the, um, the heavy squad um choices here they most of them pretty standard Uh, not a lot of difference you know devastator squad space marines you know you know the devastators um predator i mean you you know the predator too i mean i'll kind of you know reiterate that you know i mech for blood angels just isn't for me so if you want to play a bunch of predators and things like that maybe blood angels shouldn't be for you either um but you know, just kind of throw that out there um, previous tactic I used to like with the Blood Angels was the Vindicator um, so I actually have two Vindicators <laughs> um, I, I like the overcharged engines in 7th edition um, they don't get them in 8th edition which is a giant letdown uh, the mechanics for the Demolisher Cannon and the Vindicator a uh, little lackluster to me because I like pie plates <laughs> um, templates <I> mean, <laughs> yeah who doesn't like pie plates <laughs> um so to me now i have to say a vindicator just doesn't seem worth it because at least previously even if i took a bunch of jump pack troops the uh, vindicator could keep up um now i think it's it's going to kind of struggle to do that Mm -hmm. um so this is one that like kind of broke my heart to admit it but i I don't think they kind of fit with what i want to do in eighth edition anymore um in kind of the same route that kind of falls under the ball predator too um they do get an overcharged uh, engines you know model advances roll two dice and pick the highest it's a little better um the assault cannon i think is nice i'm still not sold on flamers. um but the assault cannon option is still is pretty nice but it's one, another one of those that I just think for what I want to do with, with close combat and assault units, the, the Ball Predator just really doesn't fit it either. Yeah. And then really kind of beyond that, most of the other, like I said, most of them are standard kind of Land Raider, you know, all those types and variants, most of it's standard, um, standard Space Marine stuff. So if you're familiar with all that, you're kind of familiar with how it fits into the Blood Angel too. So then kind of on to the flyers. Um, so first of all, I have to say thank you to games workshop for finally giving us the, uh, storm talent and the storm Hulk interceptor. Um, <laughs> nice to get them. Um, but we'll kind of start with storm ribbon first. Yes. <laughs> uh, storm Raven. I love, I love the model. I love when it first came out for the blood angels. I love the ability to tote, you know, a dreadnought under its belly and, and guys jump out. Um, but to me it's just hard to justify the points for what it brings to the table I think with the storm Raven it's it's not that you know it's 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 not that it's really bad but it's it's not really good either and I think that's really the kind of the big drawback for me yeah. um, kind of the flyer transport just the mechanics with flyers and trying to fit guys in there yeah
1: uh-huh. Yeah, I guess flyers aren't as good as they were. Um, seventh edition. Um, now now there are certain ones that are pretty good, you know, you can get minus two to hit and you know, stuff like that, but um, you know, being able to have the capability, yeah, if you're going more mechy, I guess, yeah, you could include some of these. Um, you know, and I kinda agree, you know, the the Storm Towns, you know, Probably the only option I would maybe go with with the Blood Angels is simply because the point level um, is, is low enough to where, um, in my opinion, it makes it worth bringing. Uh, uh, you know, leave your comments. Let me know. Uh, we'd like to know what your thoughts are on that, if you're Blood Angels player or Space Orange player in general. Um, but, yeah, I think I think Storm Talent's kind of the way to go. The Stormhawk, um, you know, isn't really something to be looked over either because it's got a lot of, um, you know, firepower and stuff like that. But, um, once again, you know, like what role is it filling that you can't already get somewhere else? Um, we go back to that question. Um, and, and that's just really a question you should ask anytime you're making a list. Like, is this, what purpose do I need? What, what holes do I have to fill? You know, what is this, this going to give me that something else can't. And so, um, you've already got a bunch of stuff with the fly, fly role, Um, If you're playing Blood Angels, this is another good thing about a flamer. If somebody else has fly stuff, just flame it, (laughs) you know. Um, (laughs) You know, you're not minus to hit it. So uh, you you got the automatic D6 or whatever hits. So, um, you know, it's kind of one of those things, you know, just kind of agree. Uh, Although I like all of the flyer models for Space Marines, I think they did a good job modeling them. Um, But I don't think it's an auto-include for Blood Angels for sure, so
2: yeah and, and just kind of my opinion as well we're both kind of have this share a lot of the same thoughts on these and and, and so that was the thing with me in storm town is, is is it's really kind of my new go-to and you know just again i'm glad we finally get one um <laughs> but for me i think it, it it seems to be in that sweet spot of it's priced right for what it does and it's easier for it to make back its points and and really what you're after uh like i said too is is one of the downside with the blood angels sometimes is is shooting ability and the storm talent is, is really great for shooting targets on the ground um storm rain eh, but in, in a storm hawk yeah. my my kind of problem with that is is it's primarily something to shoot other flyers so right. i have other things that can do that uh, so it's one of those that for the point difference between the Talon and the, and the Stormhawk, uh, it, it, the Storm Talons kind of went out that way, uh, went out that battle for me almost every time. And, and just like Adam said, I, I don't think a flyer really is a must-include option in a, in a list when you're playing Blood Angels. Of course, figure out what works for you. If you like to include a flyer, by all means do it. Um, but it, it's one of those that I think just an army full of jump troops is also fine to do what you need to do too. Yeah, you
1: know. yeah yeah just just uh you know take a look at your list and see what you got to feel and you know uh if you're playing for fun you know hey try it out you know uh kind of like the ball predator i mean i i would actually kind of like to see see it on the battlefield um i want to see those flame weapons and something they can move fast you know kind of get that overcharge engine kind of feel um and and just you know you know we can have arguments about template and flame weapons and stuff like that which i kind of like the template but um you know any anyway kind of uh
2: yeah, and, and what's funny, too, is, is when you kind of get into it is, is one of the lines I always heard that that really, when you think about it, it makes a lot of sense when it comes to, to vehicles and things just sometimes, especially, you know, in a ball predator or when it comes to flyers is, is the quote that I'd heard. And I, and I wish I could remember where I had seen it. Uh, but the quote was one of anything is a target. Two is a strategy and three is a tactic. <laughs> so kind of think yeah. about that and how it applies so uh so in a lot of ways you think about it yeah i'm going to bring in one flyer well but yeah your opponent's probably just going to shoot the crap out of the one flyer yeah uh, so in a lot of ways it makes a lot of sense So, just keep that in mind when it comes to things so sometimes in the old adage you know if one is good two is better uh, yeah yeah so but you know obviously it's a game of trade-offs too but man it just it, it's all about target prioritization for your opponent and, and you as well um, so just kind of keep that in mind as you build your list and, and select some of these units as well.
1: Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, cool. Uh, I think we uh, wrap this one up, um, you know, covering the flyers there. Um, if there's uh, any, any other thing that you want to see us cover, just uh, uh, hop on over to meetingbattlefieldgames.com slash episode 12, uh, leave a comment. Uh, but uh, uh, we, we uh, hope you've enjoyed the show. Uh, we, we've really enjoyed uh, talking about blood angels. We could probably sit and talk for hours on end just, blood angels strategy and we could probably pick apart you know any any uh, chapter or uh, army faction stuff like that but uh it's just something to enjoy let us know um we would be uh happy to hear from you so um uh, if you want to reach out to us directly uh, by all means it's just uh, adam or andy at mini battlefield games.com uh, but we, we we will respond to any comment and uh, every every email that we receive so Uh, We want to wish you the best and uh, want you to keep on wargaming.
0: If you would like to support the show, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast. This helps us increase visibility and find new listeners. Thank you. This has been the Mini Battlefield Games Podcast. Thank you for listening. Until next time... Keep on Wargaming.
1: So Andy, What's up? I got another joke. Oh. <laughs> Thought we were done with these. No, I just had to do the Dante quote to mix it up. You know, I can't just be joking all the time. I got to be serious. Um, so how how would you go about killing the emperor? No yeah, clue. <laughs> you just unplug him. <laughs> Is that what Cypher's going to do? I mean, he's just going to go and plug in. Boom. Game over. <laughs> but then we'll get a new Emperor, and it will be Ferris.
0: Nah, he's dead. dead. <laughs> hey, so sanguineous. You shut your dirty mouth.
1: <laughs> Yeah. We picked the wrong chapters, dead Dead primers, or... Uh, <laughs> Prime primarchs primarchs primiers ah, uh, you see it's too late <laughs>